This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. How are you doing today? Episode number three. You know what? Given YouTube, given everybody's interest in negativity and bad days and just celebrating other people's pain, this video actually might get the most views. I hope that's not true. I hope you guys celebrate with Omar in episode number two. That one was awesome. But Omar, we had to do it. We talked about the good days. Let's just be real with folks. This real estate investing has some pretty atrocious days, doesn't it? It does, big time. Yeah. I can tell you some stories. You go first. Oh, I well, okay. My first story is uh, the first time I got a phone call from my property manager who said he was standing in front of my duplex in a beautiful part of town and said these words, Michael, your duplex is on fire. I'm afraid it's a full loss. Oh. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I, 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 tr- I had to turn three shades of white if that's possible. That was not a good phone call. I, you know, I think I stumbled with, is everybody okay? And, you know, made sure there's no loss of life, which thankfully there wasn't, but yeah, I mean, this duplex, um, you know, with monster cash flow for us, big part of our net worth at the time, when we got that phone call, it was like the crown jewel of our portfolio at that time. And here it was on fire. And oh, by the way, it was a total loss. So we're not talking just a kitchen fire or something. It was like, it's gone. That was a, that was a pretty bad day. What year was that, Michael? I want to say that was like 2009, probably. Probably 2009. So we just started to roll over uh, in right, my market. Right. But yeah, that was the first fire claim we've had. Now we've had, I think, three in 20 years. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, that was a bad day. Uh, just to kind of tie it out for everyone. Um, horrible day. That's why you have insurance. Okay. Uh, again, we'd never been through it. So what, what was a horrible day, ultimate fear, didn't know what to do, turned out to be almost a non-event. So we hang up. We call our insurance company. We call our insurance agent, which turns out to be useless. You call a different number to file a claim. So we did that. Uh, we talked to somebody, we got a claim number, we connected our onsite with uh, the insurance folks. Uh, they came out, built a report, no fault of our own. It was some kind of accident. And um, we were given a check about three weeks later for significantly wow. more than it was worth because we insure it for replacement cost, which at the time, right. I don't remember the numbers. Let's assume current value was 150, but replacement cost was 250. Right, they cut us a check for two fifty right. minus um, the uh, whatever our um, whatever that five thousand deductible minus our deductible okay. minus some other odds and ends. So we walked away uh, with significantly more money than we would have if we sold it pre-fire. And again, we had no intention of selling it, so don't. We, right. I wanted to hold this crown jewel forever, so it was definitely a loss. Uh, we then were looking at this building. We had this check in our hand. We were staring because we could have taken the check and rebuilt. That's what it was for. Right. 
we chose not to do that. We, we had never done a ground up development. We didn't want to do that hassle. If, if it happened today, we probably would. But remember, we were both working full time. We were raising our daughter. It was just, yeah. it, it didn't fit our model. So we scraped the, we scraped a lot because it was truly gone. So I think we spent three or four grand getting dumpsters and bulldozers. And basically there was just a cement slab left. And then we right. sold a lot for like 50 grand or something. So oh, um, beautiful. Yeah, we walked away with, let's just round it up to 300 grand for an asset that was probably worth 150. And uh, so it turned out okay. And, and literally we did one phone call to file the claim. I think we had one more phone call to kind of summarize what they were, what, what they, what they were finding. Right. And uh, lo and behold, a check showed up. So what turned out to be a horrible day, frightening, all of that, but because we did the right things and, and had the right insurance and had had the right insurance for 10 years and paid the premiums on time, uh, it turned out to be a, I don't know, I still don't want to call it a good day, but it, it certainly wasn't as bad as it could have been. Right. No, but you still went through that process, the emotion, oh. all of it. 2009, the market's tanking. It's like, what's happening? You missed out on your positive cash flow, your cash cow, like you called it. Yeah. And it's just, it's just part of the nature. Yeah. And um, I'm going to share. Yeah. I'm going to call this partnership. All right. Let me just tell you guys something about partnerships. <laughs> uh, the, and initially the, this is what happens. I'm new in the game. I just bought my house. Um, I start representing some investors and I have some cash because I used to wholesale before when, before it was all popular. So I had a good 30, 40 K 50 K saved and I'm 23 years old, 24 years old. And I'm saving my money still being a realtor making 30, 40 grand a year, $60,000 a year, because I'm finding the flow. There's this property, you know, and mind you, I got started before the boom before the increase. Okay. And Anything you touch is selling it just like it is right now. It was a different market. One of the investors, uh, you know, we started talking, we built some rapport. I went in on him with, 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 with the, with the property. I was like, yeah, okay, here, here's 40,000 bucks. I'm on the deed. Cool. You know, him and I both are owners. Long story short, we start developing it. We start, um, you know, and mind you, I, I don't know anyone mm. he's doing it all. Okay. So I'm trustworthy and I'm like, Hey, this is cool. I'm going to get in this game. I'm going to own real estate other than just my house. And what happens? Market starts, you know, doing its thing. It starts tanking a little bit. Long story short, I ended up losing $85,000 because of the initial investment plus the rehab costs. And of course I'm 50, 50 down the middle. Right. And he loses money too, but he's, I started finding out he was a little bit of a crook hmm. and I started asking more questions. It's like, dude, why did you get involved with this guy? And it's like, man, I'm the new guy. I don't know. I mean, I didn't, I tried, I thought I'd vetted him correctly. And apparently I wasn't because he owned a lot of property and this and that I was even helping him sell his other properties. So I knew that he had deals, right. But that doesn't take away the fact that people don't give a shit. Okay. They really don't. I mean, if you're going to have a partnership with somebody, um, you know, and it took me a, like, it hit me to the point where when this tanked, um, 
I lost my nest egg completely. Gone. I had to borrow money from my parents to pay oh. the attorney. Okay. The attorney. I had to do a partition, which is called a divorce of partnership. Yeah. Right. Through an attorney. And it was a fucking mess. And I'm sitting here just beat up. I'm a realtor trying to go represent buyers and sellers with a nice smile on my face when behind doors, I'm in a freaking lawsuit to try to move along with the, the partnership and me lose $85,000. Yeah. And I'm 26 years old. The baby, I just found out Savannah was, I mean, um, my, my previous relationship, we were having a baby Yeah. and it's like, okay, can, can anybody else help me? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm asking. It's like Help. I need a little bit of strength, please, yeah. please. And and what happens? I go through it. Yeah. I and and mind you, I start not making my payment on my house because everything just hits you. Right. And and I and okay. Let me add to this. <laughs> when it, the market was peaking, um, I had all of a sudden I had an ATM in my house. Yeah. I don't know because of equity, right? Yeah. Right between that line. <laughs> I buy cheap. It increases. I'm a kid. I'm like, you know what? People are like, you know, yes, exactly. <laughs> like, oh yeah, here, pull out some money. You know, have this, have that. Pull out some money, pissed it away. Yeah. Big is this, that, and the other. Anyways, all this stuff's happening. I'm broke. Yeah. I have a house. I have a lawsuit, 85 in the hole. And I'm like, what the hell did I get myself into? Yeah. What did I get myself into? And what happens? Next thing you know, um, I start losing my house. Yeah. Like this freaking happens, people. Yep. It doesn't happen overnight. You're not, oh yeah, oh my God, spoon-fed bullshit. Yeah. That, that doesn't happen. Yeah. And this is the journey that will develop you. This is the lesson that you're learning in life that once you go through it, you won't go through it again. At least you hope not because you're mentally prepared for it and you know what to look for when you study your market. Yep. And I keep going back to that because it's so key. And that's why Michael brings it up all the time. And these are, these are L's like you could not believe, you know, and Absolutely. Michael did mention, he didn't really elaborate on it. He said he's going through another two or three uh, fire claims that he went through since 09. Yeah. He just kind of st stuck that in there, well, <laughs> yeah. which is bit. fine. And I didn't, but it's there because oh, yeah. we're used to it now. Yeah. I'm not saying we're used to it, but no, it's yeah. part of it. Part of it. So going through this process sucks yeah. at times. Does it have the upswing? Yes. You know, but it's how bad do you want to keep moving? Do you want to sit in the damn corner and cry like a little girl? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. You just, kinda, you know what? Hey, man up. Let's go. All right. Let's yeah. What I love about that story, I, and you didn't say it, but I know it's true. And I'll, and this is for everyone. And, I, and I'll do the next example. In this business, you're going to have bad days. You're going to have lessons learned. There are going to be L's. I consider those price of admission or price of a ticket or whatever you want. What I want to tell you, and what I strongly recommend is you never repeat an L, right? You never do a partnership like that again. You vet them differently, right? The, the L's that are repeated in this business can kill you. A single L won't kill you if you choose to get up. It's the L's that you repeat over and over that will kill you. Learn the lesson, folks. 
huge. And you know what? You just said your lesson correlated to a, your, your tuition in life. Yeah, exactly. It's your tuition. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. That's the price to play, price to pay. But don't repeat that L. That's so, that's so strong. Yeah. So awesome. strong. And then the last Trump thing I just want to point out, because it just, it, it just, I want to make sure it's here recorded. We lose money all the time. Contractors lie to us, overbid, steal, theft happens, right? Somebody buys supplies, it gets stolen. Vacant properties can get broken into. Tenants will not pay rent. Tenants can game systems. Attorneys can do this. All these things happen. Take the lesson. Try to implement processes and procedures so they, they, you reduce the frequency. But folks, keep moving forward. Also, don't do skinny deals, right? If you're doing a flip and your exit's a 5K profit, probably not a good idea, right? Don't do skinny deals because that's where you really get your ass handed to you. So any more real quick L's you want to throw out there just so people know that this game's not all roses, sunshines, and unicorns? Yes, 100%. Um, tenants don't pay eight, nine, 10 months. You guys <laughs> follow me on IG and I've been posting a lot, knocking on people's door. They're videotaping me. They haven't paid. And it's like, hey guys, I'm here to collect rent. You're going to live for free. You know, that's just just follow me. You'll see a bunch of stuff going crazy right now. Yeah. And the other thing, this is one thing that I will share with you real quick and be prepared. If a seller calls you to tell you, Hey, I want to sell my house. Okay, cool. Go buy the house. But if there's tenants involved and if they per potentially had a agreement with that tenant, right. That's been there for five, six years. Um, they say now all of a sudden, because they're greedy, they say, oh, this is my home now. I've been mm -hmm. making the mortgage payment, but they're not the owner. They're making the mortgage payment, but they're not the owner. I bought a property from an owner directly. And three years in the making, I'm still in a litigation because the tenant all of a sudden decided to say, oh, no, 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 this is my house. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was sitting at the table. You were going to receive money because the seller was going to give you 20,000 bucks to move to, because you took care of the home. It's not your equity, but in California, a little different story. So I'll leave it that I'll leave it at that. Let's just say that I'm in that property, another 80 K yeah. that's gone in the wind, but it's part of the deal because some tenant decided to say, Oh, this is my house now. So this shit happens. Just keep yeah. moving. There you go. Keep moving. This has been three fire episodes, buddy. I appreciate you. These have been awesome. Thanks again. You're welcome. Thanks, guys.